0: When did you eat the bread? Did you eat the bread right away? Did you let it I mean, Obviously let it cool down. But, um...
1: <laughs> yeah. It said you had to wait at least 15 minutes. So I waited 20. I exercised wow. great restraint. And then I had almost no butter.
0: That, I was, that really sucks.
1: I cannot believe I took an, an almost an entire day to make a loaf of bread. <laughs> and then I just didn't realize that in, you know, like I keep a little butter dish on the counter that had like a teaspoon of butter in it. And I thought I had more in the freezer and um, you know, shocker, I didn't. I've been like, I've been using my freezer a lot lately, you know, it's like, I've actually been trying yeah. to be an adult and be like, Oh, here's the thing I buy, buy more of it, keep it in the freezer, use it. Right. And um damn it. There was no butter in there, <laughs> but you know what there was in the cupboard? Nutella. Okay. So I did okay. a very thin layer of butter, then some Nutella, and then on the other side, I so I, like I, I cut it's like a big slice because it's a round loaf of bread,
0: mm-hmm. yeah. and
1: so Nutella on one half, and then thin butter and uh really sharp cheddar on the other half.
0: Oh, so you did do the Ricardo special?
1: Yeah, the Ricardo special, the cheese, cheese and the butter. Yeah. So it was it was really good. Okay. Yeah, okay. I had like I had put way less salt in it than the recipe called for, and I think okay. I maybe went a little too far in that direction. But mm. but then you put salted butter and salted cheese on it.
0: Yeah, it, it evens itself out.
1: Yeah, but I was that was awesome because I I don't know if I told you before like my my dad that was one thing that he like that was one of his like big contributions to the I mean he did a lot of stuff but like he he always made bread. Right. right, right. So we always had homemade bread when I was a kid, like he would make these giant batches and freeze like, I don't know, five to 10 loaves. And then because we had a, a big freezer, like a big storage freezer. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So I just I hadn't had homemade bread. And I know I feel like I'm just like, be, I, I don't know if it's because I was sick, but I'm like, you know, nine months behind where everybody else is at in COVID time where I'm like, oh, yeah, I could make some bread.
0: Yeah. Oh, but I,
1: well, cause I made, I made cornbread last week and that was nice. awesome. And, uh, I kept like heating, like toasting that up in my little air fryer.
0: Oh, that's so good. Isn't it?
1: Yeah. When it gets all crispy on the edge and then you yeah. put some butter on it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. why didn't I have any butter?
0: <laughs> <laughs> there you go. You, I know oh, where you went.
1: I just, yeah, I just mismarpled myself on the, the butter mystery. Um, yeah. So, so I've been. I've been experiencing a homemade bread renaissance.
0: Nice, yeah. I, I made cornbread probably three months ago and it was it did like the same. Like, it was funny because I made it and no one else really ate it but me, so I ended up eating the whole freaking loaf. <laughs> like, every day, just like, exactly. I would put it in the toaster and then let the butter melt on it and it would be so good.
1: Yeah, it's so, it's like perfect at breakfast.
0: It's like, I don't know if you remember this, do you remember the Intamin's corn corn muffins? No. So Intamin's—I don't know if they still make it, but they had um, these corn muffins. They would come six in a box, and then you would, um, like, you you know, cut. You could eat them as is, or you cut them open and put them in the toaster. And mm-hmm. you know, you always opt for the toaster with the, you know, with the butter. <laughs> it's so freaking good.
1: Yeah, it's—I don't that I love bread so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do that's love bread. that's that's been like uh one of the like covid silver linings for me is like being at home and just being like oh i can like it's i never want to eat i never wanted to eat breakfast before i would leave to go to work and then you know the whole like workplace kitchen situation is always weird and uh so it's so awesome to be like oh it's 10 o'clock let me have some toast and cottage cheese and then i'm like Mm. oh my god i'm old but i love it like my big mug of tea and some toast with you know like peanut butter and jam
0: yeah i mean yeah
1: it's just so nice it's it's ridiculous how like how simple it is
0: yeah i mean working from home you do get to kind of like pamper yourself in ways like you could like you don't have to like rush like you said to the to the common area of work where it's you're trying to avoid conversations um
1: yeah and just the whole (laughs) hygiene situation i'm not even that big on hygiene and it's a little dicey sometimes
0: I mean, uh, I'm not, in my own personal space, I'm not. But when I'm sharing a space, I try to be. And mm-hmm. I also am a, a lot more um, cognizant of other people's lack of, you know, hygiene. Right. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm not I'm not a germapho- germaphobe by any means, but I don't know. There's just a heightened sense of awareness, specifically where I work and some people. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I hear you loud and clear.
0: I mean I, I I don't know if I've ever mentioned this um to you but we had a, a well he's still there but we don't work in the office we're all working from home but he would um spit in the sink the, mm-hmm. the common area sink and I don't know that to me is one of the biggest no-nos even in your house. Yeah. You know I mean unless you like it's an emergency you know there's a whole different you know but like you no know, that's what you know other areas you know maybe a bathroom sink i'm fine with that um, right not right. not the kitchen sink
1: yeah just the whole food preparation yeah you just yeah if you you're not camping
0: <laughs> yeah that's true some people <laughs> do bring like like if, it's like they bring all the ingredients with them from <laughs> home and make stuff at the the office kitchen
1: yeah yeah.
0: Do you like wait, in your office kitchen, do you have you just have microwaves, right? Like there's no stove or anything, right?
1: Uh, there's no stove, but there are there's always been a progression of toasters.
0: <laughs> like like they're, they're like gremlins, they multiply.
1: Yeah, well cuz they don't work.
0: Yeah, they
1: And work. uh so then you just at one point I think there were like three toasters in a row and none of them worked. But uh I also th- I also think that they were I I'm not sure how super legal they were.
0: They were like all on one big. um, Well, just,
1: you know, like New York, New York City buildings, like there's, you know, fire code inspections all the time. And I'm not I'm not sure toasters are really supposed to be a thing. But yeah, there's like a a couple of built in microwaves when they they redid our our building a few years back. And it's pretty nice. It's just always awkward because uh, uh, people don't talk. Like normal people so you just end up like being stuck staring at your rotating cup heating you know (laughs) or uh you know like your oatmeal or whatever it is like just waiting to and then hoping no one comes in and then they do and then no one says anything and for me like I either it just sort of depends on the day like I either as a as a former Midwesterner that can make me feel really awkward or I just go into like a stone cold shutdown of like, that's cool. I don't, you know, I don't even recognize you as a human being standing next to me. Like, if you're not going to interact like a normal person at all.
0: So basically, you're Midwesterner. It could be either the Midwesterner or the yeah. New Yorker that comes out.
1: It, it's more like a, I'm almost more like a, uh, someone from Moscow. That's how cold I go. Oh, on so you're
0: it. just basically poisoning people in your office? <laughs>
1: not all russians not all russians armando no but you know what i mean where it's it's what it feels like say that it's like that in an elevator too
0: yeah oh yeah. yeah yeah
1: where there's sort of uh it's hard to find the middle ground of you know no we don't need to be warm and fuzzy fakey chum chums but we also you know could maybe just show some
0: yeah
1: uh civility slash that I, I get I get tired of people being so awkward. I'm not talking about like my workplace and specifically. I just like it. Sometimes it's kind of draining where like people don't put out any effort at all, yeah. and so then if you're trying to navigate it, it's like, oh, so do I put it any effort either? Yeah, and then that's all.
0: So what I wanted to say was, a welcome to broken corners, where we have social anxieties, and we also say "fuck" people who have social anxieties.
1: <laughs> where, yeah, I both uh, I both empathize and heavily resent everyone.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, that's that's actually that's my t shirt. I
0: think <laughs> that's a that's a long one.
1: <laughs> no, but yeah, my therapist was. We had some conversation of, of this kind of thing, and she was just like, "So that's what you are thinking when you are walking down the street." <laughs> I was like yeah
0: yeah i mean i i i too have like you know especially i i think for me like if i'm walking down the street and it's someone who you know it's a complete stranger it's fine so you ignore them then if mm-hmm. you know somebody really well you say of course you say hi like you're not a dick right but then there's right. those people who like you don't really know their name but you know them and like what's the play here you know mm-hmm. and like I mean, the the interactions probably a total of like fifteen seconds, but w- what feels like you know five minutes of just you know <laughs> gut wrenching. Like, what am I gonna do right now? What the hell's going on? How, you know, uh, you know, am I a dick? Am I this? And I'm, I'm a, you know, I don't know. I mean, this is way too many. Uh, you know, it'd be nice to not have to think all those things prior to just passing someone on the street or in an elevator or like, you know, I don't know.
1: Right. And so then when I decide just not to, then it, it then it's a that's the Moscow level cold where I'm just like, that's eh, fine. Yeah, I don't need to worry about it at all. You just but turn, then,
0: turn your emotions off.
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, this would be a good week to do that. I mean,
0: well, <laughs> so, the, I mean, uh, this week we read a short story called Barrel Fever by David Sedaris.
1: Um, yes. It, yes. It, I mean,
0: it's kind of. Um, kind of fits in with what we were talking about. <laughs> mhm. Um so this is a story about um a young I don't know how old he is, but a young man who um I guess he's coming across his mother's belongings when they're cleaning out her house. Uh-huh. Um and he finds a box that says poison. <laughs> yep. Which, which is funny. Um and inside that box, and correct me if I'm wrong, she there was um like these New Year's resolutions. Mhm. Um and you know. And then
1: also drafts of cards that she had written to all her kids just saying terrible things about them? Yes. To that's them? Right.
0: That's right. Um Yeah, I mean <laughs> I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know. Uh I I could see reading this as a 20 something year old um having a different take on it than uh, me reading it as a 44 year old.
1: Okay, so which is, so give give me both.
0: Well, I've never read this when I this is the first time I read this, so I could understand like <clears throat> you know really kind of siding with the with the protagonist and being you know yeah fuck that yeah he's right and then like as an older person now I'm like man he needs a lot of help.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, so the 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 guy his name is Dolph, which is short for Adolf. Mm-hmm. And that he has four sisters named Faith, Hope, Charity, and Trust, or does he have five sisters? I, I don't it know. Was four,
0: but yeah, he had, those are the names. Are in that realm of weirdness.
1: Yeah. Um. So it's a. Did you think this? Did you think it was funny? Uh, it, not like not like like you know, deaf comedy jam funny, but.
0: No, I mean it's charming, and like there is charm to it. It's just I, you know, the overwhelming like um. Kind of just, you know, I kind of felt bad for the guy. But then I was also like, mm-hmm. you, you, you're you really, you are a prick. Like, you, I mean, his mother apparently was not a nice person. And I, it seemed like he was closest with his mother and he emulates that, you know? Yeah. While his other sisters kind of got away. <laughs> right. Um, And he's named Adolf, which, you know, I can't <laughs> help but think, you know, Adolf Hitler. <laughs> um. <laughs> So, did they ever mention his mother's name in the story?
1: No, I don't think they did.
0: Okay, I was wondering what her name was. Um, yeah, you know, there's several really interesting things, like the relationship with his friend Gil. Uh huh. And you know, so he has a friend Gil who, um, you know, comes to the realization. I don't know. That's you know that he's an alcoholic and is seeking help, and he's trying to. Um, you know, continue on with sobriety, and this this guy is just really trying to get him back to drinking so he could have, I guess, a buddy to to drink with.
1: Right? Yeah, because this was this is Dolph's only friend. Mm -hmm. It's not just his best friend; it's his only friend, right? And I think he doesn't until until his friend Gil, uh, you know, says that he's going to stop drinking it never occurs to Dolph that that he himself has any kind of problem
0: right and even I mean and to further that like so he's you know at one point he gets fired and he's just sitting at home and drinking excuse me drinking all day and the super of the building comes in and has a drink with him and even in like and maybe having another human connection, he still resents the super so much.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And yeah. <laughs> and then there's a scene where the, where the super um, comes to him for advice because he blacked out and woke up like tied to a radiator. Yeah. With like, you know, I guess piles of shit in the living room. Um, And he said, I come to you because I, I figured you would have, you know some you know advice with regards to blacking out due to being drunk and he just I, that is what kind of sends him over the edge and he basically lies to him and says that you came here that uh the night a couple of nights ago asking for a hundred dollars uh and you you were so desperate you were willing to you know basically go down on me uh, yeah. for their money and the guy is horrified
1: Right. He said what did he say you said you'd be willing to earn it the old fashioned way?
0: Right. Um and then, you know, the guy leaves and I I I guess just fucking terrified and you know, they he finds um an envelope with a one hundred you know, five twenties in the envelope under his door the next day and the guy left and checked himself into rehab right in New jersey. Which I mean
1: that's one of my favorite lines because the he says something about how the look on the guy's face when he tells him this that he's and he's saying the super saying no 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 and and then dolph is like but inside his head somewhere it's clearly going maybe yeah maybe maybe
0: <laughs> yeah i mean yeah I, thought, I mean you know it's one thing like yeah it's really fucked up but i mean yeah know, it's
1: a, i mean that's a atrocious thing to do to someone and and the reason he gets fired is because he's just being so cruel to his coworkers.
0: oh man that's right the the woman with the with the neck so does that mean she has like triple chins like how does how did you interpret that like a neck of dimes
1: i <laughs> i did not understand that at all i
0: didn't i, I was trying to like visualize that and i i, I was like what yeah. does that look like is does she have a really skinny neck does <laughs> she have like like you know like chin like you know Triple because chin she's, or something. she
1: says, I understand you have a problem with my chin, and he, and he go, in his head, he's like, your chin? I didn't even, I talked about your neck. I didn't even approach your chin. Like, that's a whole other issue. That's right,
0: yeah. Um, so I, I didn't understand how, um
1: how that uh, would play yeah, out. How did
0: that, I, I couldn't visualize it. Well, I just visualized, but then I'm like, you know, someone with triple chin or a double chin, and I was like, that doesn't really look like dimes i don't know i don't know why i got stuck on that visualization no
1: i had the exact same thought where i was just like i don't know what he meant by that i have no idea what he meant by that yeah
0: so uh, but so
1: he gets fired and then his so his mom has died and leaves all of the kids out of the will (laughs) but then you find out that like the last he's the only one who would visit his mom like his sister's Basically, you know, had limited like holiday contact with her because she was so toxic. It whereas he had no problem with being around her, and so the last time he saw her in the hospital, she gave him a check for forty grand. And so that's like he goes when he gets fired, then he just goes home and like doesn't leave his house and sort of just descends into this full alcoholic breakdown.
0: Yeah, I mean yeah yeah. Um, like sleeping
1: on the floor and pissing himself like waking up in a puddle of piss and he has to he has to wire the um wire the phone together because he keeps calling scotland yard to congratulate them every time he watches a british detective show
0: yeah which i thought was funny um (laughs) i i also thought it was funny that uh when they go to like the the meeting with regards to the will and the estate like she donated Everything to the NRA, I think, and several other yeah, like things like a big fu too.
1: Like her yeah, da- that was the daughters. charity of her choice. Yeah, <clears throat> to call the NRA a charity, is so funny.
0: Yeah, that's true, right? Um, I don't even know, but I mean, it yeah, it's you know, after the incident with the super, that's when he starts talking about like it starts coming becoming more real that he does blackout, like you said, mm-hmm. and he doesn't remember calling. Uh, long distance to England, um, and he, he wakes up in, you know, in puddles of his own urine. Um and then you start, you know, the the story's like taking this like kinda like dark turn towards the end, but then um this woman from I guess his high school, right? Yeah. Uh she calls him out of the blue. Um and she's just chatting him up. Uh, you know, I moved back to New York, I guess she says, and um mm-hmm. I guess she wants to kinda like I don't know, just, I don't know what her intent is.
1: Well, she's calling, she's calling to with condolences about his mother's passing.
0: Mm -hmm. Correct. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And she does all this sort of charity work and, uh, well, so it, I, so he's sort of left with a decision for himself at the end because, and he, he puts her on hold. He says he has call waiting, uh, this, this stories from 1994 so that's how dated it is (laughs) uh but in the with the phone that you could wire shut um yeah but so he puts her on hold and he tries to figure out like what should he do should he actually engage with her you know and have a life of i don't know what it was walking corgis you know like doing these like small acts of goodness or should he keep you know just being like self-isolating like he is and i think we did we talk about the new year's resolutions uh
0: we i mentioned it briefly from the box but we didn't really talk about
1: well so his the ones that his he would always see his mom writing her new year's resolutions like she would take all afternoon to do it and then but she would never tell them what she had resolved and when they found them they all just said be be good which, considering how you know how vicious, like all the, all the comments she makes about her kids and everyone around her, you know, it's funny that that's something that she would even be wrestling with, you know.
0: Yeah, and, and and that also just you know it 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 parallels with the with his actions toward the end. He's struggling. He wants to be good. Yeah, and I find it fascinating that his he's at a fork in the road, right? Whether he wants to hang out with this woman or not. Mm-hmm. And his his decision is to avoid her. And, and and in avoiding her, he thinks that's being good. To her. To her.
1: Because he knows that he is poison, too.
0: Right. And then if he hangs out with her, then it's, yeah, he's doing the wrong thing.
1: Well, then he's doing good for himself.
0: Right. But, the, you know, those actions, If if you were to do charity work, you know... I mean, charity in itself is a, is not a selfless act. Right. You know, um, I know that sounds really harsh, but...
1: <laughs> no, no, that's that's true. But, um,
0: yeah, I mean, you know, they uh, there's a reason why cor- corporations um, do philanthropy.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, even on an individual level, you know, we do nice... Nice things for other people because it feels good for us sometimes.
0: Yeah. And sometimes, I mean, sometimes it can be selfless, but some people I think. um,
1: I mean, selfless if you you don't expect anything back.
0: I guess, you
1: know, it's just sort of the side effect is the good feeling.
0: Yeah. I mean, listen, it is. uh, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Well,
1: I thought that's one of my other favorite parts is the discussion of niceness. When uh, his oh, friend, yeah. he runs into his friend, Gil, at a restaurant with all these people from AA. And he just sort of, you know, plops himself down. He makes all these inappropriate jokes and which are hilarious. But and they just all sort of ignore him and then just talk about how nice everyone at their meeting was. Yeah. And uh, until they eventually very politely tell him to leave because he's being so rude. Um, but it's. that really like when you were saying like Armando in your twenties would have felt differently about this story. Like me in my twenties, I was also just like, you know, that, that resonated so much with me that like idea that niceness wasn't the beginning in the end. Mm. And maybe that's just coming out of the Midwest. It's funny considering what I was just saying earlier, but I, you know, that's something I still think about and struggle with. Mm. Um, but yeah, because niceness and kindness aren't the same. You know, niceness as a veneer uh isn't necessarily the right thing to do, but you know in every situation. But then there's also uh Yeah, I don't know. I was just thinking about that recently like with Emily like Emily Post like the like that kind of etiquette uh, or like Anne Landersy kind of advice that was really common in uh, women's mm-hmm. columns and newspapers. Like right. usually the the vibe came down to the like as far as etiquette goes, it's less important which side of the plate the fork is on than that the people than that your guests are comfortable. Mm. You know that kind of thing. Like do the thing that makes people feel the most comfortable. Um, but then. You know it's a balancing act, right?
0: yeah, I mean, yeah, it depends on where yeah, it depends on what circles you you're under, right? I mean, some people the etiquette is the most important thing, the, yeah, the fork on the right side or whatever fork you use, which I don't really know or, or care. care um, <laughs> I don't even know how many like there's two forks usually, right so I, don't I,
1: I think there's salad and there's dinner, yeah, but I don't
0: why waste dishes um
1: right yeah exactly those are
0: like <laughs>
1: you can have all the etiquette about forks you want when you're the one who doesn't have to wash the dishes
0: yeah that's, that's what the help is for right <laughs> Jeez. um no that's interesting about niceness and kindness um how, how would you further define like or delineate between the two uh
1: well so i mean niceness uh niceness would be maybe like niceness versus kindness like maybe you don't maybe you don't address an issue with someone because you don't want to have like it's sort of like the like a fear of confrontation or an inability to have constructive confrontation okay so that you view you view just not you know like not rocking the boat as being the most important thing versus actually Mm. you know creating constructive change
0: right so the the nice would be not rocking the boat with kindness and would be similar to like caring which where you want the person to improve or you um there's genuine like care not for the immediate but for the future right right okay
1: Or, or even you know even things like yeah like these all, all the examples I'm thinking of seem really, uh, sort of like parental, uh, you know, cause I was thinking of things like, you know, taking, taking your pet to the vet and getting them a shot or a kid, you know, like that kind of thing of like where you, you take them to do something that's going to be painful in the short term, but that has, you know, has a long-term benefit. Um, You know, but I'm never that polite to my cats, though. Yes, you are. (laughs) Yes, I am. You let them all over now that they're old. I am, but they're a lot calmer too now that they're old. Uh... Well, so so Dolph actually had his, he was surprised to see that his mom's resolutions were be good because he was basically writing the same one, but he would qualify his. (laughs)
0: Like,
1: that's a line that I've always remembered is that his was try to think about maybe being good. Right. (laughs) Just try to think about it.
0: It's the thought that counts, right?
1: Right. About maybe being good. (laughs) I had, I had this, uh... I had this whole. So this is the title story from the collection of short stories. Uh, you know of the same name. Obviously, how do you do? You know, is it is it titular or is it? Do you know how to pronounce that word? T I T U L A R. It's titular, it's not. It's titular.
0: Yeah, I don't think it's titular.
1: <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't make sense, but yeah, it's it's a funny word.
0: It is a funny word. Um, yeah. Titular. I think because I. Th- if i I think the U makes it uh, the I sound at the back end. Tchu, choo like, like pitiful. No, that's not. I'm not really sure. I don't remember. That's that's uh, seventh grade uh, language arts that I <laughs> skipped out on. Yeah, I didn't skip out. I just don't recall. <laughs> You know, it's like when they don't even teach that in school anymore. I don't know. You know, you remember like the the short sound, long, long vowel, you know, the consonants, like the how you you pronounce things. Mm -hmm. They didn't teach that to my daughter. She's constantly like, how how do you pronounce it? I'm like, figure it out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's funny. I don't I don't know if I. If I uh, automatically know what rules of pronunciation are. I guess I do. I do. They're just so embedded so far back.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can't, I honestly, at this point, couldn't tell you the rules, but it, it kind of just, um, makes sense in my head. Yeah. Um, I I
1: remember my, my favorite teacher in high school, I, the word, uh, ensconced for whatever reason, I needed to say it out loud. And I asked him if that's how it was pronounced. And he said, is that how it's spelled? And I said, yeah. And he was like, yeah. So it's ensconced. (laughs) And I was just like, oh, I don't know how you know that. Because I always knew a lot of words from reading that I never heard out loud.
0: Oh, I mean, th- listen, just because I, I said all that prior doesn't mean I, I don't jumble and fuck up some words. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, I mean. I
1: there, is, there are a couple of words that I still, I know how they're actually pronounced and I still, in my head, can't stop saying them wrong. Like, I almost think they're two different words. Like uh, melancholy. Okay. I I always thought it was it. I just totally added extra syllables in, but I thought it was melonically.
0: Melania Trump.
1: Yeah. Oh no.
0: Be best. We got
1: we got so far into this without saying that name. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's one. And uh, peculiar is a hard mm. one. I think I thought that was pecular or something like that.
0: Yeah, uh, I'm trying to think of one. I know there is a couple, and for some odd reason, I can't think of. Um,
1: oh, or dash, or I just. Oh my god, I just did it now. Dachshund. I know we had a dachshund, and but I, it's like I think there's like the dog dachshund d o x i n, which I know doesn't exist, or dash hound,
0: okay. just so
1: ridiculous.
0: And what word is this?
1: Doc, the dog dachshund, a wiener dog.
0: Wasn't there a car, a Datsun, D-A-T-S-U-N?
1: Yeah. Oh, there was, a, okay. Yeah, but a Datsun, it's D-A-U-S-C-H.
0: Oh, that's not a Dachshund? <laughs> <laughs> oh.
1: Exactly. It's it's a Datsun.
0: Oh, shit. I just learned that today. <laughs> See? I told you. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit my mind my, my mind is like what
1: <laughs> <laughs> i don't yeah i don't know why now i'm yeah. almost like oh i I want to look it up online and make it read it out loud to me to be sure but
0: that was yeah. like last night with the the morning dove
1: oh right i was confused so we had a we had a uh little zoom dinner together last night with uh brian and ricardo and teresa um So it is, it's Morning Dove, it is with the U, or it's not with the
0: U? It's with the U, because it was funny, because I don't know how long, maybe three months ago, maybe more, who knows what time anymore, right? Um, I thought it was morning, like, good morning, you know? Mm -hmm. And then, like, Tracy's like, no. (laughs) And I'm like, what are you talking (laughs) about? That makes no sense. And then she's like, no, it's morning, like, you know, in grief. I'm like, what? You know, of course, you have to fact check everything, right? Like, everyone's there. Right. You know, and you know, I don't knock it because I do it myself. Um, so, um, and I, I was wrong. I was like, holy shit.
1: <laughs> like, oh, this is, it's morning. It's morning because it's cooing sound is so haunting and sad. Right. Ah, okay. That makes sense. I th- always thought it was, honestly, I thought it was morning dove, like the time of day, because I thought that they were out in the morning. Same
0: here. <laughs> Same here. And they would make that fucking noise in the morning,
1: right? And then Brian just kept yelling, "They're pigeons. Why does anyone care?"
0: I mean, it's he's it's not a, it's, wrong. It's yeah, but it's it wasn't really point. like vital to the conversation of the pronunciation. <laughs> it was vital to another conversation, definitely. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Wait, so you were saying, oh, like the morning dove? Right, so we figured, we found that out last night.
0: Yeah, so like this is this, this is another like you know my mind is like what I can't believe this.
1: I also in my head for some reason do you know um, the uh, shoot the like the tuxedo the morning morning coat that has the long tail. Yeah, I thought it was related to that too, and so that's why. And that's spell that's morning like the time of day. And so, oh. for some reason, I think, honestly, I had connected, like, the the dovetail with the tail of the morning jacket. Gotcha. Which is, it's it's just funny, like, how you have these sort of, like, random associations in your head that you yeah, think are, I mean, you're, like, you're, etymological.
0: Yeah, you're trying to put it together.
1: But they are not real. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we can only go by our experiences, right?
1: Yeah well that's yeah that's back to the beauty of being an english major
0: but you know the funny thing is if you told me about that tuxedo well you don't wear tuxedos to funerals so i was going to say that to me would be mourning but like who's wearing a tuxedo hey look at me i'm in a tuxedo oh someone's dead right (laughs) like you know um yeah so there you go Uh, yeah good old uh so um we didn't discuss any resolutions last week right no. Do you have any resolutions?
1: <laughs> um I came up with some some foo foo name instead of resolutions. Okay, I found it in in the in Google Keep. It's my 2021 growth and happiness list. Oh, okay. Yeah. Which is hilarious.
0: Is it a long list?
1: So far it only has 3 things on it. Okay. Um I will share them with you now. <laughs> so, what one, one is uh, to do stand up once?
0: Okay. I don't.
1: I don't know how that's going to work with COVID, and I haven't done stand up in like ten years. But uh, how cool, I'm going. Well, I mean,
0: you can uh, Zoom call stand up.
1: <laughs> i feel like that's what i subject you guys to half the time anyway
0: <laughs> like
1: i'm just waiting for people to stop talking so i can insert a not real punchline in it's like who are these people what's the deal with zoom calls <laughs> um so that is one i'm just gonna start working on some material okay and uh then i also had to um get in touch with my brother to find out what's going on with my mom's house. Mm. Cuz that one's just kind of hanging out there.
0: Yeah, I got you. That's growth.
1: Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah, it's um I don't know. I it's something that I think about often enough that like I I might as well just do it.
0: Yeah, it's weighing on you.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and of uh makes sense. Yeah. And then number three, uh, I kind of want to like clean up my online presence, like not so much social media, like there's nothing I'm worried about there. But like my all my accounts, I think like my passwords have been like, I keep getting notices that like basically they're on the dark web.
0: Yeah. Like I
1: keep I keep getting so I need to like institute some kind of like, uh like general Uh, password protocol for myself and then go through and like every account that i have anywhere you know i need to i need to fix it
0: yeah i mean that's something good i mean like yeah i just got that notification maybe last week it was like you know your password uh one two three four balls is not that secure (laughs) or or has been found you know through a, a security breach somewhere yeah I mean, not one, two, three, four balls. How'd they get that? And balls what? with a Z. You know what I mean?
1: <laughs> and the B is capitalized, right? <laughs> that'll that'll keep them out. That'll. <laughs> uh, yeah, as I reach forward and and close the um close the little window on my my webcam.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh what another thing I was thinking about that's funny with this story uh, is that like he he says that he goes by Dolph instead of Adolf mm-hmm. because um, you know Dolph isn't great either, but that's just box office poison. Right. That's not as poisonous. And I was some I was uh, some podcast I was listening to. They were talking about how like the name Karen is gonna go away.
0: Because yeah. who, who
1: would name their who would name their daughter Karen anymore? Yeah, I'm like, okay, <laughs> that's too bad. But I mean, I don't care about more Karens. But it's a it's a funny thing that some names are just uh, synonymous with hate.
0: Yeah, I mean, is anyone naming their child Donald? I mean, there might be uh, seventy million people that might so.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: And there might be 70 million people who, who would consider the name Karen too.
1: Yeah. Oh, wow. That's I hadn't thought about that of like people like if we 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 are claiming Karen. Yeah, the
0: counterculture, right? Like the whatever the counter to the yeah.
1: oh uh, well my my I'll tell you who's not naming their kid Donald is my uh my friend who lives in DC who's pregnant right now. Mm-hmm.
0: They have a like,
1: name. They do have a name. They oh, do yeah. have a name.
0: What's a that? Secret? Are they keeping a secret to the baby or? Uh,
1: I can't remember. I can't remember if they're telling people or not. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but it's, I don't know, but it, yeah, it's, it's cool that it'll be cool to have someone named what they're going to call the kid in yeah. the world. Uh, But it just made me like, I've been thinking, I was thinking about her so much, like with everything that happened this week, because she, she used to be a Capitol groundskeeper. Yeah. And so she, you know, she would have been there and like, she got one of her friends who still works there sent her the, I'm sorry, I can't remember if I already told you this. Can't, they, they sent her a screenshot of the warning they got. you know when the capital went into lockdown
0: like their phone like like an alert on their phone yeah
1: yeah and she you know she said they they always scramble the cell tower signals Mm -hmm. when something like this happens yeah so after you know she got that from him and then it just you know it was just radio silence Mm -hmm. afterwards and you know she hasn't worked there in a year and a half maybe but um she was just like you know all those people i know there's you know she, she'd worked there for five years i think wow um are up there right now
0: that's crazy that's yeah just, the whole thing was crazy i mean i don't um yeah I'm, i yeah i just yeah it's it's there's a lot of questions that i'm sure people have about security breaches and stuff like that i mean you know it, you know you read all these things online and like you know someone had stated like you know all it took all all it, all it would take is for one person to like be with the crowd but not but be like a spy and just like go into you know their like computer infrastructure or like you know put a, a bug or something in there um you know it, it's just this complete security breakdown it's really sad you... wait what what
1: computer
0: no, like, you see how they were in Pelosi's office, I mean, and, and yeah. things like that. Um, all it would take is someone who is, like, you know, pretending to be with the crowd, but, you know, a foreign a threat. Oh, um, I gotcha. Okay. Um, Do whatever cyber attack they would need to do because they got access, you know?
1: Right. To do it, yeah, to do it under the cover.
0: Yeah, I mean... It's it, like a
1: diversion, yeah.
0: Yeah, it doesn't take much. Or even if one of these, you know, individuals... um you know, were wanted to commit a cyber attack, and you know they had they had access to the computers. You know, um, I don't know. It, it, it's it's really is mind boggling. What a I, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. We I, it,
1: we've been at risk this whole time.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is this didn't the door. Happen. It's like
1: the door has been open, and yeah. this is just the final, oh well, hopefully, the final.
0: I mean, if, chapter of like it. I said, but if they don't. if they don't beef up security i don't know how the inauguration like is logistically being done but Mm -hmm. um you know someone stated that this guy yelled at a cop and said next time we come back we're bringing rifles Mm. so i'm like shit (laughs) yeah um i mean
1: hopefully like that's that is what the national guard is for
0: yeah i mean and
1: i mean that's not something I say lightly. Mm-hmm. i I don't want to see, I don't want to see any people. But like the it, it it sounds nationalistic to say Americans, but lo- I don't want I don't want to see our you know countrymen shooting each other. But that's if that's what needs to happen to put this down. Like, like I was saying last night, like people think that liberals are like weak on law and order, but I've I'm, I'm not, like, I'm not here for just a giant free-for-all. That was never the idea. It was just, it was that the application of the law should be done in a, um, like, it. it's like America is about equal protection under the law. That's the biggest opportunity that we have that was, right. you know, has developed here that was denied to people, you know, before... Like before we started developing here and it's just it I don't know. I'm being completely incoherent. But no, I understand what
0: you're saying. Like and, and, and to protect those freedoms sometimes it requires violence. Um, you know, I you know, I don't care what voice your your what voice you're voicing, but if your protest becomes a siege, if you will yeah no i mean go
1: like they should go and protest absolutely but the whole time like for this for years it's been oh the left is violent because the left goes turns out into the streets and says what they have to say and that's a form of violence against us and then it's like oh so now that you've lost this is what you do right it's not the same thing Uh, you know the trying to find trying to find legal You know, I definitely read before before Trump's inauguration, I was reading all kinds of stuff about what are the options or what are the possibilities for it to be overturned. But, you know, it was never I was never going to show up anywhere with a, you know, with a gun or with, I don't know, even just with a flag and try to ram my way in somewhere or definitely not with zip ties.
0: Yeah, I mean, I mean, I mean, that's
1: disgusting. That's disgusting like they they i mean it was bad enough i mean i'm from michigan and when they did when they tried to do that to governor whitmer yeah yeah. i mean it it was it was horrifying but then just the the blatantness of it now where it's like okay it's not just it's not just a female governor like one person it's you know they they just are like oh no we'll just go rampage wherever we want
0: this it honestly reminded me of this story um uh so julius caesar was traveling with his you know soldiers and there was like this um there was like this small river that they had to cross to get to the other side and on the other side were the gauls um he had his soldiers like construct a bridge so they can get across um and they did it caesar walked across basically went on to the next land did absolutely nothing then walked back and deconstructed the bridge, just to prove that he can do that. You know what mm-hmm. I mean. And this yep. is kind of like we just proved that what that we can just do whatever the fuck we want. You know, mm-hmm. very similar. And, and 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 it should be considered a threat, and it shouldn't be taken lightly.
1: Yeah. All. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think there are still systems in place, but. I mean, my understanding is basically the reason why security wasn't beefed up was because... They were in the crowd. <laughs> right. <laughs> did you see that tweet that says, when he- when uh, when Hannah Montana's on stage, nobody left for my Circuses? <laughs> yeah,
0: I did see that one. <laughs> there was another one that was like, they were late because they had to go home and change to their work clothes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Um. Well, no, actually, what I was going to say is that the, like the, uh, the firings and the the restructuring that Trump's been doing in the last few weeks, that those were the people, uh, in the Pentagon who, you know, denied, um, denied the, uh, approval for things to be beefed up. Mm. That's what I was reading anyway.
0: Yeah. I mean, but, this was a, this was, I mean, <clears throat> this was a coordinated attack. I mean yeah uh, this this was planned they had shirts made i mean you know you make shirts it takes a while you
1: right <laughs> well it was all out in the open
0: yeah i mean it,
1: it was all out and i was reading um i was reading on that site the cut um shoot i can't remember her name the uh one of the one of the women who's part of the squad um
0: omar Presley, who's the other one? Oh, um AOC and who's the fourth one? It's four the, right?
1: Yeah, the she's a little bit older.
0: Is she a Native American?
1: Shoot. Let me I'm just going to find where I sent it to Brian. Um Oh, Pramila Jampal? Oh, okay. Um I don't know if I'm saying her name right at all, but it's not. Uh, yeah, there What's up?
0: it's not dachshund
1: it's not dachshund it's not congressman (laughs) dashhound uh uh, no she she's from washington state okay yeah and um yeah she had a there was an interview with her and uh rebecca tracer that was really good in the cut um but she i don't know why i'm talking about this I don't know why I'm talking about this. I don't know. So I'll just say, like, it just, she, she's just had knee surgery, you know? So they're, they're like, when they, she's in the chamber and, you know, they're saying everybody get down and get your gas masks. And she basically had to calculate if I get down and we need to run immediately, I don't even know if I'll be able to get up again. Yeah, yeah, Uh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. I know what it was. So the the it was because what made me think of it was that the she was saying like they all. I mean all the all the congressmen were warned in advance. Right. They they were all told these are you need to get here before nine because you know you need to be here before the protesters are here um they they had gotten you know all kinds of warnings the night before they they, they knew this this was going to happen
0: yeah no i but know but they, they just
1: do. didn't think they didn't think it would go this far like her husband texted her in the morning and said you know that it was getting spicy and so sh- should she go to her office and she said no it's okay we're in the capital that's the this is the safest place on the hill to be yeah
0: <laughs> yeah no i mean anyone anyone could have seen that what was going to happen i mean I I I I mean little old me knew that this was going to get bad and you know yeah uh it's I I'm not a, a a trained, you know, security um military person, but I mean it's just common sense. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, that's
1: what I kept thinking on the day it was happening, I kept thinking about what you said about how in Michigan you felt like they didn't have a strong enough response to those armed men showing up at the capitol. Yeah.
0: I mean they get it you know they get a they get a taste and they that's it I mean yep I, I don't know like it's they've once you you know you, it's what is like squirrels you know they're territorial you know they come in your house and then they don't leave you know
1: <laughs> yeah
0: so uh, yeah is- like well,
1: kept, I kept thinking too about how like uh sort of superstitions around around dogs about you know like if they like you're never supposed to let let dogs get a taste for blood, Mm, you know, like, yeah. Another thing that was, that was interesting about that, that article, you know, that there's a, there's a big picture in it of when that Congresswoman was arrested on the floor in the Capitol when um, she was protesting, uh, she was protesting the, the camps at the border with the children. And it, you know it's just like, okay, so you can you can arrest a congresswoman yeah. in the capitol, which because she's protesting, and then all those people didn't get arrested
0: no there it's 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 um, and someone posted this this morning, they were like, you know after nine eleven and the Boston bombing, you know you guys shut down airports and buses, but you just let all these people run back home. You know yeah. and how they have to go. I mean, they've they've arrested um, a couple of them, like in like they just arrested the, one in Florida this morning. There was the
1: you guy know. in Pelosi's office; they got him.
0: Yeah, I think he was in Arkansas. Like, yeah, the, I mean, they know where they are. They have them on video. It depends, right? On how and they
1: were just people. sauntering around. Some of them.
0: Yeah, it's not like they were hiding their faces. You know. Yeah. This, this is what they, but I mean, this was their the. Home.
1: I don't know who he was. I think he was like the a DC. I don't know which DC police organization he was the head of, but, um, I saw him speaking along with the mayor and, and he was saying the reason why there weren't more arrests was that they had to, they had to secure things and you can't safely arrest people in the midst of a military operation. Yeah, no,
0: I mean, I, I get that, but they
1: should never have gotten that close.
0: Right, and that's yeah. I I I get that when it gets to a point where there's so many people, a certain action will trigger a response, and you have to be careful. But I mean, you know, I I don't know. It, 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 it yeah, it should never have gotten there. I mean, you know, God forbid you you're you're protesting, you know, some injustice that's actually you know worth something. You know, you'll get you'll get like sticks to your head, and boots to your face. You know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's like Brian said last night, the the capital police officer who died, they hit that man in the head with a fire extinguisher. Jeez. So, there's there's nothing that excuses that.
0: Meanwhile, all all the while saying that blue lives matter, right? That's that's what they're right. doing, you know? <clears throat> right. Yeah. I mean, Yeah,
1: which I mean, which <laughs> but that's I feel like this is the thing again and again and again when we we have these conversations not just you and I but you know it's it's always like but that doesn't make sense no i know of, of course, course it doesn't make sense exactly <laughs> yeah, that's- like that's hypocritical of course it's hypocritical it doesn't matter
0: the whole thing is hypocritical the, yeah. the, the idea that you love this country so much that you are going to
1: destroy, destroy it.
0: it yeah and not realize yeah i mean it's but i mean the it's funny because like none of them have probably read the constitution and none of them have probably read the Bible. Right. And those are two things that they hold on to literally. Right. And they don't seem to um, have the, um, what do you call it? The ability to comprehend the comprehension, to understand if they even read it, you know what I mean? Right. Um, Yeah. And that's where the, but they're
1: just excited. And they're they're, hop- they're hopped up, you know they're like they're enjoying the fuck out
0: of this, oh yeah, it is a hoot nanny,
1: yeah, you know what it reminded me of was um the first battle of the Civil War, which uh i I think was called Bull Run, it was just south of d c and people were so convinced that it was gonna be easy um that the north was gonna win immediately that all these people from d c like even even members of congress and um just rich people in general like they went they went like it was a picnic like it was a day outing right <laughs> and then uh and then the north was so badly routed and had to had to flee mm. because the it you know the civil the southern side at the start of the war they had such a tactical advantage because they were all uh, sort of more country boys right? and they were, they didn't need to be trained right off the bat, like the, the Northern side did. Um, but, you know, people ended up just like abandoning picnic campers in the middle of creeks as they were trying to flee back to the city, sure. you know? Um, and it, it just reminded me that there, there have been messed up <laughs> situations. Like we, I I think U S history is so sort of sanitized for us. Uh, but there there have been, you know, weird, like, sort of surreal, horrible things that have happened. Oh, yeah,
0: for sure. Here,
1: um, you know.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. This, yeah, this is, if you really get into the the nitty gritty of this, the history of this country, aside from it being completely violent, bloody. <laughs> right. You know? Um, yeah, I mean, it's fascinating if you're into it. But, yeah, it's just... I guess living, you know, reading about it or listening to a podcast about it is a lot different than living through it. You know, yeah, you're, you're just mortified by it. You're like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah, um,
1: no, I mean, not to like, I, I think I could empathize with people any, any there anyway, just because I, you know, I live in a city, and so like it, it just really it upsets me that I, I think people who don't live in cities don't realize that like people in cities are are people too who are living their lives and going to work and doing all the small things right that are part of life and so you know like people being attacked on their way home from work by these sort of mobs that have invaded the city in dc like i i don't i have empathy just in general for everybody there and then also you know my my best friend from high school like the idea that and the the fact that she's pregnant that adds another layer on top of it but you know like if she yeah. um who knows if you know she would she would still be at work right now but you know just that's something we she and I had actually been talking about on Monday night is how how egregious the uh like the exposure to covid is for all of those people that make the capital work oh yeah and there's so many people like they like we we don't talk about the people like the groundskeepers or, mm-hmm. you know, the um the mailroom guys and the right. people who work in the cafeteria yeah. that feeds all the congressmen. And it's, you know, all of them, like every time Republicans walk through those halls without masks on, they're exposing those people. They all you know, they're working indoors and there's thousands of them there. And so we've been talking about that, how they've been put in harm's way unnecessarily because of, you know, the politicization of mask wearing and then and then there's this you know what about all those people who were there that day
0: i mean those people were i mean like i don't know They, they they're just on top of each other breathing on each other i mean that's that's a super spreader right there
1: yeah yeah well there's right there's there's that part of it and then there's just the you know the the violence that those people were exposed to and they're they're just they're just going to work
0: Yeah. No, I know. Yeah. I mean, and it was the same thing. Apparently uh, they were, they had an article about that in the white house that no one was like worrying about the same crew that, you know, that cleans, you know, the, the white house and, you know, the maintenance staff, you know, the the support staff, if you will.
1: Well, that, that idea of an essential worker, I, I don't know if we apply that to like, everybody's so cynical about government, but I mean, and I know, you know, I know you know this, like there, there are so many levels yeah. of people at work to make these huge unwieldy organizations work. And, you know, they're, they're big employers. Um, and it's, it's another one of those things that to me is kind of like it, it. the, you get that disconnect of what American values are supposed to be that even if we're just sort of glorifying capitalism, as a component of democracy that that you would at least say, you know, the these you even if they're just cogs in the machine, the machine doesn't work without them, so stop crushing them.
0: Right. And, like
1: take care of them. Yeah. It yeah, it's 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 crazy.
0: No, the whole thing. I mean, yeah, and yeah. I mean <laughs> I don't know. I, I just, you know, I think about all these people that, that were just hanging around, you know, the you know, the, whatever you want to call them, protesters, terrorists—you can call them pro Um <laughs> you, insurrectionists. Yeah, um, you know, they go back to their—you know, whether it's a small town or a medium-sized town, but they don't. You know, the percentage is going to get sick, and the percentage is going to overfill the hospitals. Those yeah. doctors and nurses are just tired already. Um, if you, yeah, if you, if 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 you overwork your medical staff, they fuck up. And not on not because of anything. They're tired, and they're human beings. Yep. Um. I don't know. Like, where is the compassion and consideration? I mean, clearly not there. But you know, I don't know.
1: No, I read there was a a piece on NPR a week or two ago about how medical professionals are leaving rural areas because of the way they're being treated over COVID.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Like they're they're being viewed, they're being viewed with suspicion. And they're getting death threats and they're like, they're, they're resigning from these, uh, positions and then they can't fill the positions because how are you going to get like somebody who finds out, oh, the person who resigned right before you, it was because they got death threats and had to have a security detail. Yeah. Just to be the head of a, you know, a a very important, but relatively small, you know, medical organization, you know, in like say Kansas. Right they're not getting paid enough to make that worth it to have like their lives and their kids' lives, you know, <laughs> potentially be ended just because somebody is feeling crazy.
0: Yeah. I mean, it,
1: while at the same time, you know, not listening, just being like, Oh, we're not going to wear masks. Fuck you.
0: Yeah. It's hard. I mean, it's hard to save someone who can't save themselves. Right. I mean, <laughs> or, right. Help themselves or yeah, I mean, I know that they take an oath, but it's just like a certain point, you know, you're just like, come on, come on, man. yeah come on yeah yeah it's
1: uh so one thing i did want to say because i knew we would get to this point uh is you know like the news about georgia definitely got stepped on in all of this but it's it's for what it's worth it's good news
0: yeah it really is it's uh it was overshadowed like you said but um (laughs) it is um it is really good news and I I'm, yeah, I just don't want to see Mitch McConnell anymore. No. I I I, I don't yeah. I, I don't think anyone is that guy's a piece of shit. That that's that's all I have to say. Like, <laughs> I don't even that's know. That's all I
1: have to say about that.
0: It just is just a piece of shit in a suit. Um yeah, like yeah, I don't I don't even know. Um I see you crossed off audio tapes in Kentucky, but I was curious about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: this is uh, part of why part of why I picked this story this week aside from the the New Year's angle of it. Well, that's not why I picked it. I one one reason why this story always stuck with me is that when I lived in Kentucky, uh I mostly just listened to I had a a, rel- a long commute and I listened to NPR and uh this audi- this book on tape, okay, read by David Sedaris, so that's why a lot of the lines i can I can hear them in my head
0: uh, in his see, voice, yeah yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, I listened to this, and it was just the there there really were only country music stations, and I do like old school country, but I just wasn't into i just wasn't into what was big at the time that was uh pop country two thousand one two
0: thousand
1: two yeah, and uh yeah, so I definitely yeah this this book this book entertained me a, a
0: that, lot that um i was hoping that when you moved to kentucky you had found a box of audio tapes with like weird things on it there was like this <laughs> whole, i was really um I'm, i i i kind of gasped oh for it, but then I, it makes sense now
1: yeah I've
0: been watching that's something
1: that's something we could do next season is write up notes for the show and then do do like improvise the stories we think the other person's notes are about
0: <laughs> so you telling me there was a cat with three paws okay uh.
1: <laughs> so the time your mother found gold uh yeah so, things that didn't happen well yeah. so in the midst of all this uh shittiness this week uh have you been watching anything or
0: uh yeah i mean i started watching um the punisher on um netflix and I, I kinda didn't want to watch it, but uh but I just was looking for something to kinda like complete that whole Marvel series on Netflix and um it's actually pretty good. Um it's 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 hard to it's not hard to watch, but it's hard to like you know, he's like a he's a vigilante who um basically he's a soldier who did some fucked up things overseas, comes home uh, because of one of the uh, acts that he did and information that he has, um, the government ends up killing his whole family. Okay. And he survives. And basically, his whole thing is to clean it all up now. Um, he's, you know, he's 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 a flawed character, but he has a strong moral code. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's, you know, a lot of people will idolize the character because they think he's you know just someone who does get shit done and he, actually his emblem the punisher uh, uh you know the, the insignia is actually being used by a lot of those people that you see in the crowd um uh, of protesters or pro terrorists as we call them and um
1: oh really what's his what's his emblem? The
0: skull you know the skull is the punisher is the, the skull symbol oh okay even i think that guy that had the zip ties that you see him hopping over the benches has that? uh-huh but it's it's so funny because this is where we talk about the comprehension thing. Um, mm-hmm. His moral code would never allow like he, it's that's not what he's about. Um, you know, you you're you're clearly wearing this and getting the character wrong. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and there's even here's here's something that's even uh, more funny. So they have you know all these veterans in a support group, right?
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um the guy leading the support group is like, you know, trying to help people. Like he he feels that his calling is to help soldiers come home and acclimate to normal life. And everyone's, you know, everyone's chill, but they have this older white guy, you know, served in Nam, and he's like stirring the pot and it's the same rhetoric, right? It's, it literally is the same rhetoric that we're hearing, you know, now Mm -hmm. this show was created around, you know, within the last four years. So, um, and one soldier, like, so he's an older guy, and this younger soldier is kind of, like, becoming radicalized by this man. Um, so the, all these guys' stories, and he keeps talking about how he served, how he served. And then finally, it comes out that the older man lied about his service. Never served, never did a, a tour of duty or anything, Was actually had, like, a safe, um, I think he served after Vietnam. Okay. Open so line the whole time and espousing all these hate things and you know you did but at that point the kid is already radicalized and it's gone too far right you know what i mean and i think like i think a lot of these you know guys out there playing you know cosplay um and not you know what do they call them they call them gravy seals right um there <laughs> i've
1: never heard that
0: they um <laughs> you know they have they they're so longing for some sort of Conflict yeah, <laughs> like it's really you know I, I think I know Fight Club had a great monologue about you know sons who don't have a war to identify mm. to to kind of define them, and they become weak because of it because they don't um match the stereotypical uh idea of what a man is because men- men are defined by violence, right, yeah, and Men are defined by violence, but when there's a war, that definition of violence is admirable and there's valor. When there's no war, the definition of violence is negative. Um, right. I, I mean, I, I don't. I you know, I think some of that is true, and I, I think that there needs to be a better way of how to define what being a man is. Clearly, um you know, yeah, we got a lot of work to do as people. <laughs> That's all I have to say yeah but yeah all in all the show is good um it it is very violent though um you know but it's it's yeah i don't yeah it's not for everyone but it's not bad what have you been watching uh
1: i watched um i just found out a couple days ago that there was a a new uh reboot of the l word it's called l word generation q oh and it has some of the same characters from the original, and then uh, and then uh, you know about half the cast are, are new people who are younger. Right. And I liked it. I I don't know. I mean, I think my my perspective on the L word is maybe different than um, than actual lesbians' perspective is. But what is the um,
0: uh, what is the perspective on by the lesbian community?
1: i don't exactly i i don't exactly know i like i saw that i looked up i looked up somebody who was in it and saw that people were sort of panning the reboot Mm. so i don't know if it uh you know i don't i don't have any idea sort of what the nuance take on it is but i liked it because um it's both like both the original and this one like it's it's so cool to see a show that's women.
0: Mm, yeah, I got you.
1: I mean it's kind of like watching Orange is the New Black right. is like, oh, this is the only way to see all women. Right. Not all women, but like to actually get women having storylines is for them to be right. to have it be a environment where it's literally all women.
0: Yeah, they're at the forefront of everything.
1: Yeah. So this I I liked it and there uh there were a lot of uh trans characters in it and they're actually um they're they're actually casting a lot of trans people, which is great. Yeah. So, I'm, yeah, yeah, I I liked it. It was. Uh, is Jennifer Dills in I, it? She is. Mm. She's so pretty. Good lord.
0: Mm-mm. Yeah.
1: Yeah, she's running. She's running for her character's running for mayor of L.A.
0: <laughs> Good luck. I think that, yeah. uh, Ted Danson has that job with his new show coming up. <laughs>
1: oh yeah, everybody wants to be the fictional mayor of la
0: i mean who doesn't right
1: yeah i don't No, i've never even have you ever been to california
0: no i've never been to california i wanted to go i, I mean i, I hopefully yeah. maybe went over, right take a trip out there i have i don't know if they're still my friends but i have friends out there <laughs> <laughs>
1: me too i don't know why california is one of the places that got away from me
0: hmm Yeah, as far as the furthest uh, west I've been has been uh, Vegas. So,
1: Mm, for me, it was Arizona.
0: Was that below Vegas, right? Below Nevada? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Right down at the very bottom.
0: That's where all those people
1: are. No. (laughs) What did you say?
0: I said that's where all those people are. Oh, those people. Those
1: people. Yeah. Well, it's been a hell of a week, huh?
0: Yeah, it's yeah, it's it's uh let's see what let's see what uh next week brings.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so we will we will have another uh we'll have something else to read for next week and it will be in the show notes.
0: Yes. And uh it's my pick and I better pick. Better <laughs> 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 get to it. <laughs>
1: yeah. All right. Well, everybody out there, stay safe and don't get crazy
0: yeah wear a mask and, and be good yeah don't think about try- maybe being good that's <laughs> right <laughs> try, try
1: to think about maybe being good yeah all right well we'll talk to you next week right, take it easy bye